You are listening to the sermon audio of New Hope Community Church in Canaan, New Hampshire. For more information, visit our website at newhopecommunity.net. Jacob Hodes is a 33-year-old man, college graduate, has a great job, a promising future in front of him, but he suffers from one thing. He suffers from Prague, say, Poesia, which is face blindness. In other words, when he meets someone, he can talk with them, but the second he walks away from them, he cannot tell you what that person looks like. And in fact, everyone he meets is as if it's a stranger that he's meeting for the very first time. He cannot put together and recognize faces. Well, interesting enough, the Apostle Paul says something to us about the face of Christ. And he tells us what we should see when we look at the face of Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in these two verses, Paul writes this, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light to shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. With this being the eve of Christmas, what should we think of when we think of the face of Christ? Obviously, we have no photos of Jesus. He did not have an Instagram account or a Facebook page. But what was the person or face of Christ like? Well, I think Paul's answer to us would be, when we think of the face of Christ, we see a clear picture of what God himself is. In other words, we see in Christ the splendor of God, his majesty, his brilliance, his glory. Christ would confirm this when he would say to his disciples, if you have seen me, You have seen the Father. You have seen God. But more than just God's splendor should we see in the face of Christ and the revelation of God to us. We also see God's love for us. Because Christmas is not just about Christ's birth because we need to consider God's eternal plan. Christ was to come to live, to die, to be raised again, to ascend to heaven, and then to promise to return as a triumphant king. That is all packaged into the significance of celebrating Christ's first advent and looking forward to his second advent. So we should consider in the face of Christ the tremendous love that God has for us. Paul, who had a disturbing past of his own before coming to Christ, would refer to Christ's love and magnify it by referring to our unworthiness that became the recipients of God's love. For God sent Christ to die for us when we were still lost in sin. When we were at our lowest, in our most desperate need, 
Not when we thought we had our lives put back together, but we, when we were desperately lost. And so we see in the face of Christ, we see the splendor of God, God's glory. We see the love of God, but we must not miss that we also see the wrath of God, that Christ came to die, that he came to pay the penalty for your sins and mine. And so as much as we might relish and like to sing the hymns of this little baby in a manger, he would grow up knowing his purpose in coming was to satisfy God's wrath in our place so that we could receive forgiveness of our sins. That is part of what we should see in the reflection of the face of Christ, what it tells us about God. But Paul is also very clear in that passage that there are many who have spiritual face blindness, that they do not see who Jesus is. And that tells us the problem is not an intellectual one. The problem is not a neurological one, like Jacob deals with that I mentioned earlier. But it is a spiritual problem that can only be changed by God. And so Paul purposely compares, how do you change someone's heart to see who Christ is displaying the glory of God? It must be a miraculous work of God. And he compares that to the greatness of creation. Just as the one who called light out of darkness when he created the heavens and the earth, it's the same God who can take a dark and sinful heart and break it open and have it come to understand the knowledge of God in Christ Jesus. That is no less miraculous than the creation of the universe. But it's a change that only God can do. But what does a life look like that has had that transformation occur? That is able to say like Paul, we have the knowledge of God revealed to us through the face of Jesus Christ? Well, the answer is that it's evident in that we increasingly have a desire to reflect the characteristics of Christ to others. Paul refers to himself now as a servant of the people he's writing to because he is a servant of Christ. What a different perspective that many today have on Christmas. A time to receive things, to merely get more. Where here we are reminded that the coming of Christ and that true change that can happen only through Christ brings about a transformation in our perspective on life. That we now live to reflect God's glory through us in the face of Jesus Christ. But a life that is affected in that way, by looking and seeing the person and face of Christ, is also a life that desires to tell others about him. That they are excited about who Jesus Christ is. That they have this picture that scripture has presented that is clear and accurate. The only true picture 
And so it now is our, not just our task, but the calling of each of us to tell others about who this one is that God has revealed himself through. And so we see in this brief introduction that Paul speaks of, to see what it means to look upon the person and face of Christ and see it correctly. That we are not guilty of not being able to recognize Jesus for who he is and what he has done on our behalf. Typically in a Christmas Eve service, it's at this time that we have the candle lighting. Whereas a congregation, a, a candle is lit and then passed among us. And it's a very visual act, a physical act. But I want to remind you the purpose that it should serve. It should remind us first that we do have in Jesus Christ the perfect picture of who God is lived out before us in a very visible way without any photograph or Facebook or Instagram picture before us. We have one even better than that. But when you see the light past and you see the darkness overcome by the light, it's a reminder that Jesus Christ came as the light of the world, that only through him is the sin and darkness triumphed over. But it's also a challenging reminder to us that that light, that message, is to be passed by those who claim to be followers of him. That we are to take that message, that picture that has been given to us in Scripture, and not just talk about it because it's Christmas Eve, or to keep it before us because it's the holiday season, but to herald and proclaim that every day because our world is certainly much darker and much more evil and much more in need of a savior, you could argue now, than ever before. Let's pray together. Our gracious God, may our actions, our thoughts reveal that we see in Christ the face of God and that that picture, that portrait, has not only changed our life, but is continually changing our life. As we see the light fill this sanctuary, may it captivate us, may it motivate us to respond to you as we should. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.